The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check it out. shit we live and we back here we are again in this 2019 year of our beyonce it is episode 190 190 of them things that 190 percent alcohol drink 190 proof alcohol drink no nigga percent come on come on our resident bartender that that grain liquor that that ever clear that listen ever clear is the fucking devil we gonna introduce ourselves or what? Uh, <laughs> well, look at me getting carried away. You say one thing and I I fly off the rails. What's going on? Like, this is uh, you know what? Fuck it, leave it. This is episode one ninety of Chronicle is brought to you by the Coast of the Podcast Network. Check us out at CSPN.us. We got a whole bunch of podcasts for all occasions on this network. I am one of your hosts. Um, I'm Bianca, aka Tall Bianca XO on Twitter, aka. You know, transatlantic, transgender, trans, everything, aka um, your newest favorite DJ, aka. Do y'all got those in the fourteen? Aka, um, you know, what? I'm done with the AKAs because that just depressed me because they don't have those in the fourteen. Passing yeah. it off. And I'm the other half of the show and your host. I'm Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Y'all Niggas Can't Drive, aka Please Leave Me Alone, Thank You So Much, aka Nigga, I Got Me a Switch and I Am Getting My Black Ass Life, aka Nintendo, Y'all Did That, but woo, shit, them things are too motherfucking high. And yeah. And you gotta get that Mario Maker, that shit is fucking ridiculous. Listen, let me tell you something, I'm getting everything. Like, when, when, listen, when, if, if we ever get our motherfucking income tax, listen, let me tell you something. I'm getting everything from this motherfucking uh, Nintendo eShop. I'm getting all the old school NES, uh, NES games. I'm getting all the old school Super NES games. I'm getting all of the... Listen, listen, let me tell you something. Nintendo get on my motherfucking nerves, but they did They did this. The Switch, the Switch is the best thing that they've done in a long goddamn time. Let me tell you that right now. Goddamn now. But we're not here to talk about the Switch. We're here to give y'all hashtag content. What's up, nigga? I mean, we, I mean, we could talk about the Switch a little bit, but um, you can buy a Switch if you go to cspn.us slash sponsors. Roll on down to that Amazon link, click through there, buy you a Switch. A portion of those sales will come toward the CSPN just to help us keep the lights on and the bills paid. Um, we also have a whole bunch of other sponsors on that CSPN.us slash sponsors page. We got a Funko sponsor. We got a Wink sponsorship. Blue Apron meal delivery service. We can get you um, Busted Tees from BustedTees.com. These actually are funny. They're not busted. Um, Correct. And yeah, we still get that uh, adult toy hookup via AdamEveToys.com. Scroll on down there, click through, get one uh, item at 50% off, and you use the code OTOY. Correct. All right, now that we said that, let's get into this shit, shall we? Yes, 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 yes. So, first of all, let me tell you something. Uh, white folks president, listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen, <laughs> about, in the words, in the words of Queen Rihanna, this is the most ghetto shit I've ever seen in my life. So, because of the government shutdown, these motherfuckers have uh, because of the government shutdown allegedly because of the government uh, shutdown allegedly okay. allegedly okay. um I'm making okay. it a little bit on your side Bianca should be good now okay we're good technical difficulties handled on the fly podcast and we've been doing this shit four years no us but because of the government shutdown allegedly these niggas <laughs> decided <laughs> to to serve the national champion. Clemson Tigers, the the the, the 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 best fast food spots in the whole country, allegedly, because mm, the the choices they selected. Mm. 
See, now nah, the problem is when you call like a McDonald's one of for catering, they actually had that shit like laid out in a spread for you. So the fact that these niggas had the sauces in the gravy boats but didn't have the sauces open, the fact that the Big Macs was in the boxes, that the Wendy's the wraps was in packaging and not like laid out in the spread style, that just tells me this nigga did this shit on the fly. He called them. It's like, hey, uh, yeah, it's, it's me, Trumpito. Uh, I I got the uh, I got the I got the football team coming through. A lot of I have, of, I have the big I have big, the, big big hungry guys. Uh, we have the uh, cl- the uh, Clinton cl- cats. That's what um, the, yes, the football team. Yes, yes, they are so amazing, just like me. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let's get um, let's get a, a bunch of a bunch of McDonald's. And, and Burger King, you know, because yeah, we're right. showing we're showing unity, you know, two rival corporations, and we're showing unity of how we're gonna bridge the gap between us and the blacks, um, and the Mexicans. But um, before not too soon before we build the wall, though, big 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 bucks saving big big money, big 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 um big big bonds. This, yes. this is why we're doing this because you know we 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 have to shut everything down. We have to the chefs are they're furloughed. They can't they can't cook for free. You know, occupational safety work hazards. Um. So yeah, we're gonna ask y'all to do it. Thank you, thank you for the thank you for the Whoppers, Burger King. Thank you for the fillet of fishes, McDonald's, and Wendy's. Thank you for uh for uh for uh, the salads, I guess, and and the junior bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> the junior bacon cheeseburgers with the piece of lettuce you can hang glide off of. Thank you, listen, thank you, thank listen, you. Listen, let me tell oh, you so. And, and and thank you for the warmer for the fries and and the dipping sauce for the nuggets because we got those boys nuggets too. We know the boys. We know they love nuggets. We know they eat chicken nuggets all the time in the in the dining hall at at a uh, Clemson's University where they, where they where they play the football and they beat Alabama. Which, by the way, Alabama voted for Trump. Right, Alabama, love you. We're gonna rally. Love it. Big, big, big bucks. Big, the big state, bucks. State of, the state of Clemson also. The state of Clemson. Clemens College in the state of Clemson also voted for Trump. That's what that's what my that's what my fake news is telling me. So we're gonna go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was Listen, Clemson. They wear orange. My face is orange. It just goes perfectly together, don't you know? It's like you know the 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 you know the Democrats. They don't want to work with us, but you know it's fine. You know we know. That um the the Clem the Clemen um the Clemen cats you know vote for Trump twenty vote for Trump twenty twenty. Listen, let me tell you something. I wish the fuck you would bring me some motherfucking fast food as as, as a presidential dinner. What the fuck? A presidential dinner. Championship dinner. Your championship dinner is a goddamn number three at Burger King, boy. I don't even like Clemson going, despite knowing this was going to happen, because it's not the kind of thing that's going to make them look bad. The, the, the players are the losers, obviously. This whole fucking thing—they're the ones who gotta sit and eat this shit and post the pictures. Right, 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 right. Like the re- the real losers here are, the, are them, but it's like my nigga, like you niggas couldn't, you could, you cater fast food, like my nigga, you couldn't get you, and then you didn't even, didn't even get the like upper echelon of food, like my nigga, you couldn't get Popeyes. Like you got fucking fucking Wendy's, my nigga. Fam, like you got Wendy's, Burger King. You got motherfucking. Uh, oh, he got Domino's too. That was the other thing. He got Domino's pizza. Like, what are you? No. Like you got the you got the <laughs> you got the Milwaukee books of fast food places for a championship dinner. What the fuck, Donald? What the fuck? What the actual fuck? This is the most ghetto shit I've ever seen. <laughs> well, not the most ghetto, but it's it's up there, goddamn it. It's that, definitely yeah, it, it's it's a it's a horrible look. Um Which is why again I bang the drum, pay the players. Right. Right. You would think by now, well mm. I was about to say you would think by now we would you know, we would cross that bridge already, but you know, you know, some people, you know, they ain't trying to get that money up. We ain't crossing, we ain't never crossing that bridge. They ain't trying to give that money up. We probably, yeah, you probably right. We probably never not. Them kids, damn college students, gonna be, be basically gonna be free label probably until the earth explodes. Probably. Yeah, I mean, 
and I've I've heard talks um you know, like David West, who's a former NBA player. I might have mentioned this before on the show. I don't remember. I got a bad memory. Um, but he wants to start a alternate pathway to the NBA and to other leagues for these good prospects, um, where they would basically be playing like summer ball, and then like they'd be in like these enrichment courses that actually do things for them, like how to pick a financial advisor, um, actually picking a financial advisor, um, make sure your taxes are in order, getting your passport stuff together, learning how to do interviews, marketing, you know, media training, stuff like that, you know. Um, and the story that he did this on uh, Bomani Jones' show, the story that Bomani told was, you know, it was a player, I'm not going to name the player, because um, I'm not in that industry, and I ain't, you know, ain't trying to step on toes or nothing like that. But anyway, said it was a player who gave an interview at NABJ, and he was just so lost in the weeds. Like he had people around him answering all the questions. And like, he only answered the most basic, direct, personal questions. And his handlers answered everything else. And he says, probably gotten a little better now. Cause that was, you know, several years ago, but you know, he, he spent one year on the college campus and didn't learn none of that. They probably had him in like a philosophy one oh one course. Mm-hmm. And then like, those prerequisite ass courses, like a college algebra, like biology, shit like that. And it's like, no, he needs to be learning again how to face cameras and and speak to people in an interview. He needs to learn, you know, again proper media training. He needs to learn, you know, maybe a foreign language. Uh, not in this particular player's case necessarily specifically, but like, say he's one of those guys who has good potential, but is just in the wrong situation and doesn't get noticed by the NBA and has to go overseas and play. Right, you know, that is viable and valid, but you're behind the eight ball already. If you go on somewhere and you don't know the language you're about to be speaking, I having to speak. So I don't, I don't. I'm cheering for like, please blow this whole system up because, like, I was watching college basketball the other day, and I'm gonna tell you, I was watching a men's game that then like the TV switched and it was playing a women's game. And the height differences might as well have been identical in the two because in the college game, you know, you got all these boys, they're between like six foot and then six, six, the occasional six, seven, six, eight, six, nine player, but they all guards, they all guards. They all, you know, handle the rock. They're not recruiting, you know, six, 10 do nothing like that. Cause no one else is in their conference. Right. Um, and then I'd switch on the women's game or the women's game switches on and the height differences is basically like five, eight to six, five. That's on the court, you know, and, and we talk about, oh, WABA is a blow the rim game. The players on athletic is yada yada. Man, them players are disciplined. They got good fundamentals. You know, it's some issues with the talent gap between the absolute best and like the bottom feet of schools, but. Right. That's per use. Yeah. If you're talking about a conference, like, I can't remember what conference it was. I think it was like the Patriot League or something where this game was on. But like, the Patriot League don't have like a UConn that's just going to be like heads and tails above like everybody else. Right. Teams were evenly matched. The game was within like seven points one way or the other pretty much the whole time. Like the home team pulled away late and won it. And I, I hate that I don't remember who it was, but I don't remember who was playing either game to be frank. So I wasn't looking like at the details. I was looking at the game action. Um, but yeah, they had really good fundamentals. Like these were, these were people basically playing a game that seemed like they already had the message that was made clear. You might make it in the U.S., you might go to Germany, you might go to Israel, you might go to Russia, you might go to Japan. Might go to Australia, might go to you know Euro League um, someplace, but they're already getting a message. Whereas in the NBA, it's like all or nothing, or uh, in a men's game, it's like NBA or nothing, like nothing else matters. Right, and that sucks. And that was a huge uh, tangent, but uh, that's what we give you. We give y'all tangents sometimes, and you know we we still love you. We don't love you less for it. We just you know try to try to take in issues from all over the world, not just the very small corner of it. Uh, I mean, it's all sure. I mean, who gonna check us? So this is the widest birth catfish dinner you gonna ever go to. Speaking speaking of issues all over the world, um, Kevin Hart is going. Kevin Hart been apologizing for something. Been uh, Kevin Hart been addressing shit that he said he wasn't going to address for eighty four years. Now and I am tired. I am the fuck tired too, because I like I'm just at this point I'm just tired of the words. At this point, like it's not. Anything to do with what his opinion consists of? I'm just tired of the words. Like I'm tired of, I'm not apologizing. Like fam, 
You've made that crystal clear already. We get it. You, you lost the bag already. You know, Ellen had you on her show. That's not a suitable replacement. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said it. Um, oh, no, fuck that. We, don't, we, we can go there because, listen, listen, let me tell you something. Let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you, listen, I'm not in the community, so I'm not offended to sit here and try to attempt to speak for a community I'm not in. What I will say is, Oh, you should talk with shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will I, say it. I opened the article and this ad started and these shirts is ugly as shit. Ooh-wee! <laughs> they all ugly. These shirts you will wear. Wow. 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 Got him. wow. <laughs> it'd, be your, it'd, be, it'd be your own friends. It really be, it'd be your own This This is how Malcolm got shot. It'd be your own friends. But anyway, oh, um, but... Oh, goodness, oh, goodness. But, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Continue. You know, I just, I'll, address, I'll address these shirts later. Oh, but, yeah, he went on there and all that lying on Ellen and then had Ellen having a battery in his back talking about, you know, you're, you're you know, you should host the... You, okay, so first of all, let me say this. Ellen... Hmm. Ellen doing all that performing for this nigga and grandstanding talking about people that have issue with him are just haters and trolls on the internet. That was the regardless of identity. That was the what probably the whitest shit I have seen in a long time. Only for this nigga to this just came out today. Only for this nigga to say that being offended by anti-gay jokes is a choice. Could you be any more tone deaf? Mm, no, but are you surprised? No, I'm not. Uh, listen, this is the same nigga that on, on Thanksgiving Day told the Native Americans to kiss his ass. Because he did a cow, he threw a Cowboys and Indians party for his son. I think well, his child, because I, I I forget the gender of his child, um, him and Tori's child, which Tori, hmm, but I forget the gender. But he threw a Cowboys and Indians party for his child for their birthday, which also happens to fall on Thanksgiving, on the day of Thanksgiving, and told the Native Americans. Girl, fuck y'all. Stop being so offended. Stop being so negative. Nigga, the Thanksgiving, I mean, niggas eat. I mean, we just like most holidays, that's fucked up. We know it's fucked up and niggas still gonna eat, but my nigga, we have an understanding. It's like, okay, we gonna eat, but we know this is fucked up and we get it, Native Americans. Like, we not shitting on y'all because this literally is a celebration of white people killing y'all off, for lack of a better word. And nigga, you throw a Cowboys and Indians party, a literal, a literal game about killing Native Americans. And when they say, yo, this is fucked up, you tell them, girl, fuck y'all, fuck off. So, no, it's not surprising, but it is still disappointing. And all it does, it's not even so much about Kevin, per se, but it's like, Kevin is a voice to everybody, to every white dude bro or shit I mean we gonna keep calling spade a spade shit even black people who are like you know this LGBTQ shit is is, is too going too far you know you can't say nothing they you know gay people and queer people are some of the biggest bullies but they can't take a joke or they can't take you know anything about that Kevin is representative of those people and that that is the bigger offense it's the the more annoying part to me than just Kevin himself, right? It's like, fam, like you you just you talking so much, you ain't really saying anything important. You're not saying anything new at this point either. Um, can you just say nothing? Like, would would that be an option? Is that on the table? Lit. Listen, shutting the fuck up is free and gluten free and gluten free. Here's the quote: <clears throat> quote. But because times today are so sensitive, we forget that we forget that we forget the jokes are made with the with the insensitive purpose of making people laugh, not to hurt. 
okay, first of all, that sentence doesn't make sense, but go off. Um, that's not the purpose behind the joke Kevin said. Kev Hart said it was never the intent of his comedy to be offensive, and if the listener took offense, then that is a choice made by the listener. To me, when I did it, I thought it would be to be funny. So people, so if people cho choose chose to take offense to something he said, then that's a choice. So he's kind of about slavery, basically. Pretty fucking much. First of all, that's a bad place to be. That's that a really is. bad place to be. That's a that is unspeakably hard. Like, who spies for that? That is not a ceiling. That is, first of all, you know what? While we're here and while we're talking about comedians whining about shit, let's just mosey, because I mean, it, it all runs together, really. Let's just mosey on over to Chris Rock, shall we? Yeah, Chris Rock. Chris Rock also is in the Comedians Can't Say Anything um, coalition. He says that the current state of comedy, he can't say anything funny or, or offensive anymore. Comedian Chris Rock took center stage in the 2009 New York Film Critics Circle Awards, where he presented the following comedian, presented fellow comedian and breakout eighth grade director Bo, Bo Burn, Burnham with this year's best first film prize. During his brief time on stage, he decided to speak on the current state of comedy and how he can't joke the same way he did five years ago due to the backlash it will bring. Quote, <clears throat> and my phone will time out while I'm about to read. Quote, <clears throat> Rock said, if it was five years ago, I could say something really offensive and funny right now, but I can't do that anymore. So, hey, the joke was in reference to Kevin Hart and Louis C.K., who both have been at the center of backlash for past jokes that are now deemed offensive to the LGBT and the Parkland shooting survivors. Damn, I didn't even know Louis C.K. said some shit about the Parkland shooting survivors. Holy oh, shit, yeah, he was, um, he was deep in this shit, shithead bag. Um, well, we'll discuss it after I finish. During this speech, Rock spies their comedian Steve Martin in the audience and abruptly stops his presentation to sound... Steve Martin is here. You should host the Oscars. You're the best Steve Martin. You should host the Oscars because I'm not doing it. God damn it. You're not getting me. Chris himself has hosted the Oscars twice. First in 2005 and again in 2016. Okay, so I have thoughts. I feel like comedy is a craft. Comedy is a craft and comedy is some comedy like society is something that has always, uh, has always and should evolve. Like as society evolves, or at least should evolve. Let me say that because ooh, the ghetto. But as society and times evolve, comedy has and should evolve with it. Like the stuff that you could get away with in the nineties, quote unquote, you couldn't get away with it in the. Hold on. What? Okay, I got my train. I lost my train of thought when I'm bringing it back. Like the stuff that flew in the '90s was shit that couldn't fly in the 2000s. Stuff that flew in the in the '80s was stuff that couldn't fly in the '90s. Stuff that flew in the '70s was stuff that couldn't fly in the '80s. Do you see a theme here? Like, like I, people have this idea where it's like the '90s was just like the cutoff point for like everything. Why? Hello for everything, and it's like. Like I said, like stuff that there, there's always been times where the envelope has been pushed and either the envelope was pushed and it was received or the envelope was pushed. and It was like, OK, now nah, you can't do this. OK, well, then let me find a way to still be able to do this, but do it in a way that doesn't like piss people off. Like that's the craft of comedy. Like I feel like if you are a comedian and you're serious about your shit and you're dedicated to your craft. If someone says, oh, well, calling me the F word is homophobic and fucked up and offensive, I feel like as a comedian, you're, you should be able to be like, okay, that's, that's, that's where the line is. That's too far. Okay, let me craft something around this line where I don't cross it, but I can still make light or make fun of something pertaining to this group of people without it being like, 
oh, well, this group of people is terrible and fuck y'all and here's a bunch of slurs that I can throw out and stuff and haha, let's laugh at that. Like, that's low-hanging fruit, like, Twitter nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? And I know Twitter niggas, you know, there's always been people that have, like, done that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying, like, that just came about, like, when we got on Twitter. But you get what I'm saying? Like, if, if there are niggas on the internet that can make gay jokes without without being a dickhead about it, that regular motherfuckers, I'm pretty sure a person like a Kevin Hart, a person like a Chris Rock, a person like a Lucy C.K., I'm pretty sure you motherfuckers that are getting paid to be comedians, I'm pretty sure you can do that a lot better than motherfuckers doing it for free on Twitter. Nah, don't be so sure, because uh, we we getting proof that they can't. So... Yeah. Well, well, okay, let me rephrase that. You should. They should be able to. Mm-hmm. There we go. They, That's all I they should be able to. But I just... You know what's funny is, ironically, comedians are... For as much as comedians whine about, you know, the times being too sensitive, they are some of the most sensitive motherfuckers I've seen in my life. Yeah, no, and, you know, again, like, the Lucy K thing, like, he was going off about, like, non-binary people, and, like, he was just, yeah, he was, he he did that thing that people do where they're like, I'm gonna be nice to y'all once, and if y'all but this is how, this is how I really no, no, feel about not even that, but, like, if y'all don't completely forgive me and completely absolve me of everything I ever did wrong in my life ever that has to do with y'all in this one singular moment, then I'm tripling down on my bullshit. Right. I'm reverting back to why y'all got, why y'all mad at me in the first place. Yep. And he was like, that's what Kevin doing, honestly. Yeah. And it's, it's such a trash thing to do because it's like people who, got Barstool Sports' comment section shut down left that kind of reaction. Um, they find it funny that people are offended by stuff, but they don't want to get offended by shit too. Um, right. Like, make it make sense. Right. And it's just like, fam, like, it, the shit is ongoing. Like, we all are learning. We all are figuring shit out. Like, Well, we should. Let's say that we should. Because, I mean, people engaged in the learning process are all still learning and are all still figuring shit out and are all still making mistakes along the way and trying not to, you know, hurt anybody, you know, either, you know, with words or with actions or whatever. Um, you know, we're trying and sometimes we fuck it up and then we, we make atonements and we self-crit and we try to be better versions of ourselves going forward. And sometimes we get there, sometimes we don't, sometimes conflicts resolve and sometimes you just got to love somebody from a distance. But it can't just be, you know, um, well, I apologize once. That should take care of everything, now, shouldn't it? Because no, because then it's like, okay, why'd you apologize? Do you apologize because you felt it in your heart was the prudent thing to do, or are you apologizing because you feel like it's just the next step? Right. I feel like a lot of people apologize to, to shut people up. Or yeah. at least try to shut people up, which again, which one isn't really an apology. And also it's not the, you know, that thing that everybody's, you know, it's not the, it's not, that's not the growth that people, you know, say, Oh, you should just let people grow. You guys don't let people grow. It's like, are these people really growing or are they just saying stuff to shut people up? Cause in the, like you said, in the case of Louis CK, it's like, Oh, well y'all haven't, I, I mean, I, I I said I was sorry. You're not happy, Gina? Damn. Right. That's basically it. And then he went right back to being his, you know, being on the same track. So it's like, did you really learn anything? Don't seem like you did. You just wanted people to shut up. And when you see that you actually had to put work behind, you know, you saying I'm, I'm sorry and blah, 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 you know, you show that you you really haven't truly grown. Like I said, again, you just wanted people to be quiet, which is fine, quote unquote, but own that. Don't, you know, hide it behind, oh, I've apologized and people just being mean to me and y'all don't ever let stuff go. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you know, niggas gonna nigg and triggers gonna trig, I guess. But um, right. Uh, speaking of niggas nigging, so um, uh, <laughs> in why did it take y'all so long to do this news? Um, <laughs> R. Kelly's record label has announced that they will in they will no longer be releasing um they will no longer be releasing new music from the artists in the midst of the surviving surviving R. Kelly documentary and R. Kelly being under invest being on the criminal investigation. They are putting a putting a freeze on putting out new music from him until the latest dust um uh, from this scandal settles as TMZ has learned. Which also TMZ Y'all been looking real funny like y'all on this nigga's payroll, but that's another conversation for another day. Um sources familiar with R. Kelly's contract and dealers with RCA slash Sony tell us the label will not produce any of the singers' new music and will not put put money behind any of his projects and they will not release any additional music until the criminal investigation in Georgia and other fallout resolve and other fallouts resolve in one way or another. Uh, okay. I have to read this because whoever wrote this. We we've we are told that R. Kelly is pissed because he's been in the studio recording new music to fulfill the obligations under his RCA contract, which requires two new albums. Whoever put that piss line in, so, just no self-awareness, huh? <laughs> just just no self-awareness at all. Well, too much self-awareness. God damn it. That's, that's a galaxy brain move. Whatever existed. But no. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, R. Kelly has to release two albums. And we know this nigga's life sucks right now. So... My pr- proposal, my proposition, my idea, my suggestion, my recommendation, my thoughts on this. Hashtag thoughts. Release two country albums. Pull a Justin Timberlake. Go man in the woods twice. Do a part one and a part two. Get the fuck out the game. Hmm. I just want to, I just would like to, he's not going to not do it. That's the problem. Like he's not going to not record. Yeah. But you, uh, mm. I just, it's one of those things where it's like this documentary, (sighs) this documentary, you know, has, is doing some good. I mean, he's under criminal investigation and all that stuff, which good, but it's also kind of like my nigga, Y'all, y'all waited this long to do something about this nigga. Like, and it's not even like y'all couldn't tell with him. Y'all just not gonna release his new music until, like, dust. Like, in, to quote the article, dust settles from this fallout of stuff. So it's not like y'all really saying, "Fuck that nigga." If anything, y'all just y'all rolling over and saying, "Ah, oh, well, I guess this nigga, I guess." Uh. Right, right, right. Right. Which, in fairness, well, um, fairness not a, a word I want to use. Which, you know, as a, a record label, I mean, I don't really expect much from, you know, them, you know, or, or any record label, to be honest. But it's kind of like, I don't know, it's it's like, y'all trying to make this grand gesture of, yeah, we're not going to release any of his new music, but it's like, y'all have already helped fund this nigga doing damage to these girls for however long. Like, you, you've you aided in him being an abuser and a predator all this time. And now, you kind of sort of having a conscience. Kind of, sort of. But even this is kind of like surface level. Surface. It, it, if You know what it feels like? It feels like lip service. It feels like lip service to me. It feels yeah. like it feels like okay, we hear y'all. This nigga is a creep, so we're not gonna we're not gonna help him get any new music. But I mean, the damage is already done, so it's kind of like, what am I supposed to take away from this? 
Like he still has girls, you know, women. He still had he's still abusing people now. Like at this very moment. You know what I'm saying? Like and he still is able to do that with the the, the money he's already acquired through y'all. So again, it just feels like lip service to me. And maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know, it just it just kind of feels hollow. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's yet another one of those holes in the justice system. It's one of those situations where, like, again, niggas use it to be like they sort of catch all for why the shit works. But at the same time, it's like, no, no, this this is not working. This is performative. What are we doing? Why are we clapping? Right. You know, exactly. Thank you, Bianca. It feels like a police clap moment. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like to me. Like, please clap. Please, please clap for us doing this. Don't you see us trying to do something? Please clap. Speaking of speaking of um, assault, trigger warning. Um, bloop, 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 bloop. Journalist Torrey is accused of workplace sexual harassment. Have you seen Torrey lately? Who's surprised? Um, Yo, not the not the typecast, but Torrey really do look like a creep. <laughs> he really does. Ooh, ooh, I remember when a friend of the show, Saron Russell, uh, <laughs> used to rip Torrey all the time. And some dude jumped in his mansions <laughs> standing for Torrey. <laughs> imagine imagine what ghetto your life has to be. And Saron to was like, for Torrey. <laughs> Saron was like, well, I'm not Torrey, so I'm doing great. <laughs> Listen, imagine the ghetto your life has to be to stand for Teray. In this economy, I don't give a damn what the year is. Just imagine that ghetto standing for Teray. I can't imagine my life being that pathetic. That I'm standing for Teray. Oof. Ooh, Chile. Oof. Yeah, Mm. dude wrote, Teray is the man. What have you done? Teray is the man. I'm avoiding being Teray, so that's pretty cool. You know, I think I'm pretty good because I'm not Teray. I think I, I think I have done what I was called to do by not being Teray. Because I feel like being Teray, I feel like being Teray is not all that's cracked up to be. Just saying. But yes, Teray has been accused of. You know, this is also so. Just like the juxtaposition of like, remember that interview Teray did with R. Kelly, where he was like, "How young you talking?" Yep. And then, and then look, and then fast forward, here goes Teray being accused of assault <laughs> and and harassment. Well, sexual uh, harassment. Oh. Uh, Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, we just tired as fuck on the show tonight, y'all. Sorry. Um, I had the kind of weekend that you got to recover, uh, recuperate from. You don't just recover; you got to recuperate. And it's ten thirty where Jeremy is, so I understand. But yeah, niggas tired. Sorry. Continue. Um. Yes. But yeah, the uh, Everest College versus the Cornell West. Again, shout out to Sarah once again. Uh, Teray. Out here doing some shit he ain't had no business. And, uh, yes, he, there, it was a young lady um, who posted that he was in um, in her DMs. Um, I think it was a colleague, um, the article that I had. I had it, but I guess they took it down. Or... Hmm. But yeah, like the, the what I saw, like he was he was on some like rambling shit in her DMs. Like, damn, you was fucking and refucking on this day at this hour. And you might as well goddamn say shit. It was it was it was damn. it was hella cringeworthy. It was oh, hella cringeworthy. He issued a statement <clears throat> on the show. Our team, including myself, engaged in edgy craft banter that at the time I did not think was offensive to our tight-knit group. 
I am sorry for my language and for making her feel uncomfortable in any way. As a lead on the show, I would have refrained. I should have refrained from this behavior. Mm-hmm. I have learned and grown from this experience. That's that's the response he said through his rep. Damn. Look at Terry was out there. Terry Cruz. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just making jokes. Let's let's be serious. <laughs> yeah, Terry Crews saw this, and t- uh, Terry Crews was scheduled to be on Terry's show. Terry Crews saw this shit and was like, uh, no, thank you. In, uh, show canceled. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Listen, Terry Crews is not playing with you niggas. <laughs> right, his, his heart and mind is in all the right places. You know, he, okay. is, he is not without the step, but you can see the work he's fucking doing. Like, he, he has not done the all right, I'm, I'm going to be good for you niggas one time, and if y'all fuck this up, I'm going right back to the way I was. Terry Crews is okay. not a bad deal. Ter- Terry Crews is legitimately showing y'all every day that this nigga is trying to be the best version of himself that he can be, and I'm here for it. That's gross. Yeah, that, he, that, is, that is gross. That is gross. And I'm I don't mean growth as a as a reductive thing, like, oh, poor Terry Crews, he finally he was a baby, he's all growth. I don't mean it in that way. It's like legit. Like he's he's been a pretty solid dude for you know, for a while and then he had his he had his little fuck up or whatever, and he said, Yeah, I had my little fuck up or whatever, but watch. Like I'm finna learn from this shit. I'm finna be that nigga part two. Like locked and loaded and remixed. And Terry Crews has been that nigga part two. Like for real. Like it's it is hard to argue with results. Um, and again, it shows that, hey, if you are looking for redemption and you like legit about your shit, people will start to see it in you. Right. People have to see the effort that you're putting in. And, you know, so, you know that, and, and that's the thing for like Kevin or, or, you know, Chris Rock or whatever. Like people have to see that effort. If you're just saying, oh, I've grown. Like, like I said, like if you're just saying, Damn, I've grown. Are you happy now? I mean, I've I've apologized. Are you happy now? Damn. Well, no, actually, no, actually, people are not. You know what's the what's the saying? You know, I know I'm not, you know, that religious. But what's the saying? You know, faith without works is dead. Right. You know, you just can't say, "Oh, I've apologized. Let it go." Like, no, people have to see you. People have to see that work. People have to see that work. People have to see that you're serious about this shit. And people can tell people, you know, people, most people, let me say that. Most people, most people can tell when you're on some bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, But yeah, I, that just, like I said, the juxtaposition of Teray interviewing R. Kelly and, and, and visibly being disgusted. When that nigga said, you know, how young we talking? And then fast forward to now you up here, like I said, being rambling in someone's DMs like, oof, 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 Teray, oof. Mm. Well, you know, it's like, you know, the saying goes, men are trash. So, you know, good luck, everybody. Um, What else we got? Uh, we we want uh, to make lighthearted now. Yeah, so <laughs> so B2K, we know B2K is you know going on their uh, reunion tour, which you know gang gang gang, gang 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 gang. Let's switch cities. Fuck it. You don't want to go. I live in Atlanta. You live in Portland. I'm going to the shit. <laughs> which I'm not hating. Listen, I, I enjoy B2K music, and I know my. I still get to be me, and you still get to be you. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy B2K's music. Um, I wasn't a stand, but I did enjoy their music, and I enjoyed Omarion's solo career. Um, That's why I am with so, it. I like I like the music they made. You know, lighthearted. You know, like teen and tween bops that generally have aged favorably and remind us of a time that was you know pretty cool in music. Like I, I got nothing against would be like I don't have a whole lot for B2K necessarily. Like I'm overselling it a little bit. But um, I don't have nothing against them. Like I, I'm not sitting there saying like, oh man, they they made you know, this pop music that <laughs> like you know like how niggas get when they see black people making music and they not explicitly like singing and crooning, they just expect it to be like lyrical, miracle, spiritual, hip hop, real hip hop, 
like KRS One, which is why his dreads never his, his dreads still ain't never grew. His dreads too long to see you want this by now. Long to see growing them damn dreads. Um, well, well, when you do clownery like K Four Abusers, I mean, right? That's why his shit is still like two inches long. Anyway, continue. Yeah, so Jay Boog on Instagram teased that we might be getting a "You Got Served" two. I'm here for you it. Say every, yes, everything is real. The tour is real and the movie is real. Now, you got served. I feel like I feel like you got served is one of those I don't want to say black staples, but it's up there. It, it it's it, again, like B2K's career itself, it has its place in the lexicon and it can be remembered favorably. We don't have to. Yes. We don't have to aggrandize. We don't have to downplay. You know, it can just be what it was, and what it was was a fun film that a lot of people liked. Yeah, I don't. I don't know too many people that don't fuck with that movie. And if I do, I don't want to know. Now, I will say that the South Park parody of "You Got Served" was fucking hilarious. Yes, it was. Only because yes. of the little kids moving in a little robotic way that the South Park animation moves. And we're doing like dance moves, which again might have been a live look at the Odell Beckham versus uh, Russell Westbrook dance off. Please send us that clip if you got it. I'm begging again. I'll, I'll ask for this periodically until we get it. Right. But yeah, they were they, they were just like little tiny fucking cartoon maneuvers with random ass finishes, and it was ah, you guys saved. Anyway, that's right. hilarious, but right. But yeah, like I would. But the thing, so so okay, let's play with this a little bit. So you got served. You got served too. Who do you want to see in this movie dancing? Because I mean, let's I mean let's let's be honest. You know, the, the all right. You, you are you are you ready? Let's let's do it. Let's get. It. I want I want BTK in this movie. I want right, right. To do their things. Of course, of course. I want Odell Beckham Jr. and I want Russell Westbrook. Yes, yes. Because we were robbed, damn it. That was uh, that was like first class content that we could have had that we don't have. Yes. Still angry. Even though I'm whispering right now, I'm still angry. Let's. Yes, I, 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 I too would love to see Russell Westbrook. Even if, even if them two niggas don't dance, even if just they just make a cameo, just have no, them. You know, I, Strike that from the record. Them two niggas got to dance in this movie. <laughs> shoot it, shoot it in July when they both off. Fifteenth <laughs> of July when they both off, they don't have to be at work just yet. They go fuck. The niggas got to dance, and they got a dance battle against each other. I think uh, Raz B would pick. Um, Raz B would pick what Odell, right? Like you think probably Odell, yeah. And he probably and, would pick Odell. And Jay Bug would be on the other team, and he'd be more the Westbrook type. But but then Omarion would have to have somebody. Who would he pick? Now that's the question. Who would he? Well, pick? no, Omarion. Shit. Okay, so Omarion like would be like the old. Oh, we then they would have to find Marcus Houston. No, nah, we can leave him where he at. <laughs> How you gonna have a you got served two without Marcus Houston? He was him and Omarion were the main two niggas. That's what I'm saying. We can leave him where he at. Let's be honest with this. Yeah, you can have them. You can have uh, shit. Jalen Ramsey could be in this shit. Um, so we're gonna have all the assassin niggas, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Jesus and Miracle could be in this joint. Um, Nigga, yes, they could be the judges. Yeah, that'd they be, be the judges. Um, they'd be the judges who you know they they would hop up in the middle of the shit and be like, "Y'all doing it wrong. This is how you do it." And they hit a little number, and then they get right back to the judge position like nothing ever happened. But the niggas. Keith they Fury got to make a cameo. Do we remember that shit? Hell yeah. Um, trying to think who else. Chadwick Boseman would be in it. He would just find a way to be in that shit. Like, he wouldn't really fit nowhere, but he'd just find a way to be in it. Right. Because, um, because Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who else? No, 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 no. Chadwick Boseman would be like, he would be like the, he would be like the, not the mentor to the main character, but like, He'd just be around a lot. Like, he wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't know he wasn't a mentor because he wasn't no dancing ass nigga in the film. 
but he would just he would just be that. He'd just be like uh he might, he'd be like a, a spiritual advisor. He would be like Noriega in that Jerome video. Do you remember that shit? Jerome you, too old for me? Yeah, you know what? I like it. It was a chick from Total and it was Penny Hardaway and Jerome had a chick had a crush on a chick from uh, Total. And then Noriega pulled up and was like rapping balls to him and shit, talking about, yo, young man, you still young. You got your whole life ahead of you. So, uh, whoa, whoa, we got the coke running the shit and to the to the to the shorelines, to the to the drug runners. Why? Yeah. I feel like I feel Shout like Noriega one time, by the way. Yes. Yeah. I feel like uh fucking world. Continue. The, the real Noriega. He owe me a hundred favors. Oh boy, They're getting off the rails. But no, um, God, who else could be in this movie? Um, we got the fellows oh. covered already. Um, of course, Gen- G- Jennifer Lewis, she got to be in it. Oh, Jennifer Lewis is definitely um auntie on the porch. Correct. Um, Kelly Rowland, because Beyonce, Beyonce ain't touching this this juvenile shit. Um, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Of course. Not. And I'm not saying that Kelly Rowland is then like the like. The logistical next in line. I just think she would be willing to do it. I just think she would have a good time with her role. Uh, she yeah. could be in it. Uh, Cardi B would be too. She'd be booked in business. She ain't like she ain't got yeah. the time. Um, Sierra. Yeah, Sierra. Yes, Sierra would be on. Uh, what what team was that? We needed to fill uh, Marcus Houston on to. Um. He would be well. He would have. Yeah, we not. We don't. We we, we ain't find him. Like that nigga. He just lost. He lost in the sauce forever. But um, yeah. See, Arrow would be the fill-in on whatever squad. So it was. Jesus. So he'd be on J. Book squad with, with uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, she would be on J. Book squad with Russell Westbrook. And then yes. Uh, you know up. what? We need someone that's just they. They ain't gonna dance, but they just gonna either sing or perform. And you know what? This person could use some chicks. Hey, Marie. I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Um, uh, let's see. Who else? Right, we, we need, we, we we need comic relief. If we want to be inclusive, we want to be inclusive. Okay, let's do We got to throw in a lineup of Latin freestyle. Artists, so that means Trinair, Stevie B, Lil Susie, and Gloria Estefan get a role in this movie too. It's Elders representing. I'm I'm with it. I'll see. I'm with it. Let's let's do it. I'm with it. Whole bunch um, of whole bunch we, of we need, and freestyle. We need, we, we need comic relief, but we need comic relief, but we're not we're not getting Kevin Hart. So fuck that. Uh, who Lil Rail? We got to have Lil Rail. Lil Rail, it, yes. Lil Rel, and you know what? We just finished talking about him. Terry Crews. Yeah. He'll be on somebody's. He's the X Factor. Yo. He, he's the he's the he's the X Factor on somebody's squad and the comic relief kill Hey, we gotta send we gotta send this this snippet of this episode over to um who was that confirmed? It was Jay Bug that confirmed that, that this was happening, right? Yes. We gotta, we gotta send, send this to Jay Snippet of this shit over to him. Cause nigga, we is producing ideas. We got we got, we got, we got gold here. We got gold here. Oh shit! And then Terry Crews, like he could. So check it, right? So check it. After, after, Omarion and them beat that old squad on the last movie, right? So one of them goes get. They go get the j- niggas from the Jabberwockies. When for they're shirts. The, correct. For like, cause like by this point, like Omarion, Marcus Houston, even the we ain't gonna get him. Like all them niggas is old heads, and they don't opened up a dancing studio in the in the neighborhood, giving back to the community, right? And so these niggas that they beat before come back for revenge, and also to open up their own studio in the neighborhood to put them out of business. So we got revenge, and it's almost like barbershop too, but with dancing. No, that was three. Was it three? Three. That, the rock, yeah. So we got that going right. And so, but Terry Crews is the X factor because one of, we're going to have Terry Crews have a love interest and she is on the rival team. And Terry Crews is secretly the best, one of, if not the best dancer in the movie. 
And so he got to choose between either helping out his niggas or helping out his lady. Boom. There we go. So can his lady be Sierra? Can we just like loop yes. that in? There we yes. Go. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. I love it. I mean, we didn't we didn't assign him to a team up to this point. So his lady could be Sierra, who is on his dance squad with J Bug and Russell Westbrook, while um Raz B got uh, how about fuck I said it the first time. I don't remember the name. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So yes, we just we just rewrote this whole movie. Um and of course, we got to get a bit part in it too somehow, but we'll work that out on the back end. That's not a big deal. Yeah, we'll, it's fine. It's fine. We'll 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 make the Stan Lee cameo. It's fine. I love us for real. We're doing amazing. We'll just be that whole little Saint Science. Yeah. Oh, that you know what? That's the name. That's the name of the studio. Let's Big Saint. Yo. <laughs> big. <laughs> R.I.P. Lil Saint, who called called the studio Big Saint. All right, well, I think, and then we got you got to serve beat the world. Yes, I am. I am above board with this. Let's do it. Let's let's get it. J. Bull called us. We just wrote you a wonderful movie. Yes. All right. So. uh I think that's all we had as far as things we were planning to talk about. You got anything for the show in closing? Um, big things will be happening for the show. Uh, we're not playing with you niggas in 2019. Um, we're coming for hairlines, wigs, receipts, necks. We shit Bro. is happening over here. Shit is happening. So be on the lookout for sandals. Coming for everything. Right. We're coming for all the things. All of them. Yes. Um, and I would like to say in closing, um, a shout out to all 100 people who tried and failed to make a 43-yard field goal in Chicago um, this past weekend. Um, this isn't a sports podcast, but a thing happened in a football game in the playoffs, and the kicker missed the kick. They later found out it was blocked, but that didn't matter because by then the people in, from Chicago were so mad, and they were so in their bags, and they were so pissed off. At the kicker, they were sending this man death threats and like threatening to pull up on his house and wow. shit like that. So, uh, Goose Island Brewery in Chicago decided, you know what? We're going to invite 100 people to come to our brewery. We're going to close off the street. We're going to erect a goalpost, regulation size. We're going to lay a strip of turf down on the ground that is like consistent with the amount of space that kickers use to, uh, do that walk back routine and then step up and kick the ball. And you're gonna kick off a you're gonna kick off a tee. You're not gonna have a holder. You're gonna kick off of a off a kicking tee like how they practice. And we're gonna put right. up a fence. The fence is not gonna be as close. It's not gonna be as high, but it's it's gonna visually simulate that. And it's also gonna be for people's safety. Uh, and we're gonna let a hundred of you motherfuckers come out and try to make a forty three yard kick. If you do. The prize was either like free beer for a year or like they were going to take you to whatever football game you wanted to go to on their dime. And none of it mattered, whatever the prize was, because all 100 people missed. Right. But that's, you know, that's first of all, the fact that people are still sending like kickers, difters and stuff, that is like so 2009. But, you know, that's the old that is like it's it's easy to say. What it's easy to, and I mean, I'm you know guilty of this myself, but you know, again, growth and knowing better and just not being a shithead. Um, like it's easy to, and I mean, we I get it. Like sports is emotional, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't experience that emotion anymore. But you know, look, good luck, everybody. We don't have to talk about that right now. Um, Twenty-five points. It tends to do that to you. Continue. Oh, uh, I edit that part out. Um. <clears throat> But Don, touch it and I'm killing you. Uh, um, but yeah, damn, I lost my train of thought. Okay, I got it back. But yeah, it's emotional. We get it. But like, you have to remember at the end of the day, these pe- these players, they are people, and people make mistakes, and nobody is perfect, you know. And again, like these, however you feel about these these niggas, they are professional athletes doing things that not a, a only a small handful of the population can do which is why they are 
athletes and making all these huge dollars and stuff, and we are, you know, for the most part, sitting at sitting at home, you know, getting these jokes off about them, which, you know, jokes are jokes, but sending them death threats and, you know, and all this other shit, it's like, come on, y'all, we, we should be better than that. Should, but, you know, people gonna peep. Um, and, you know, it was just fucked up because it was like, you know, they got so mad, and then it was like, oh, it came out, the kick got blocked after all, you know, dude made a play, and you know, the fact that it was blocked had nothing to do with the kicker. He just got to go out and do his routine or whatever. But even that didn't back people up. So that's why Goose Island puts the challenge out. And they're like, yo, 100 people, come on down. We're going to set it all up. Uh, cost you nothing to, you know, give it a shot, whatever. You get one kick. If you can make it, you get this prize of indeterminate origin. I don't remember. Um, and yeah, then none of them made it. Like, and a lot of them weren't even close. Like yeah. it, was, it was a couple. Well, like I'm watching this, I'm watching the shit on the Periscope this morning. It was a couple that I'm looking at, and I'm like, ooh, 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 no, not long enough. Or, ooh, ooh, oh, died, you know, shot up. Oh, 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 the wind took it, you know, whatever. But for the most part, it was like this kick hit the gate. One dude kicked the ball, and he hit one of the. So they had the strip of like field turf, right? Like the legitimate surface that the players play on. They got a piece of field turf, but it was snowing in in Chicago on on Saturday when they did this. And so they had uh, turf attendants, like legit turf attendants, come out and clear the snow every kick because it was, you know, it's accumulating and shit. So they had him, you know, cleared away. And then the dude standing on the side, he's got his vest on. He's standing on the side with his broom, like, to his right. And one dude kicked the ball so bad, it got him square in the uh, baby-making bits. I mean, like, it looked like he took aim at him. Because it hit him so directly, but no, he was trying to make a forty-three yard field goal, and that was his—that was his yield. He hit a dude standing four feet away, mm. and so it just goes to show that you know. I feel like kicker is like one of the easiest positions to like do that to like because a lot of people are thinking. I mean, you just kicking, but you know, hey, again, they are professional athletes. Even yes, even the kicker is a professional athlete. Yep, and they can and, do, and they can and, do things that you cannot. And kicking is so much more than moving an arrow a little bit and then flicking the stick and then flicking it back up, or pressing X once and then pressing the second time, or pressing L one and then pressing. It. It's so much more than that. There's right. A, there is a lot that goes into kicking. I say this to somebody who, like on a clear day, and with the right shoes on, I could hit a field goal from about thirty five out. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go do that on camera one day. I'll go kick a field goal. It's bonus content. Um, I could, yeah, I could have from like reliably from somewhere between thirty and thirty-five. It's difficult. It's not impossible. Um, I don't have any credentials. I'm not trying to kick in the NFL. I mean, for the time I was, but I'm not trying to kick in the NFL. Um, so I don't know about I don't know about forty three in the snow. I can readily admit that. I think the snow would have been the bigger factor for me than the forty three. But um, yeah, no, a lot of people got to just taste their own medicine on it. And like one dude showed up in the Eagles hoodie. One dude showed up in the Aaron Rodgers jersey. One dude had a Vikings hoodie on. Uh, one random dude had a Peyton manager. It's like where the fuck that come from? <laughs> but I know I know right. They still make you. But, um, yeah, it, it was a random smattering of folks. Um, out of the 100, I'd say about 88 of them kicked right-footed. The other 12 were left-footed. There were a couple women. Uh, both of the women cleared the fence. Like, their kicks weren't close, but they both cleared the fence, which, like, I'd say a cool, like, 25 men didn't clear the fence. The dude in the Aaron Rodgers jersey, he, when he kicked, he slipped and fell on his ass. Which that that is just poetic to me because you know Aaron Rodgers is basically heralded as like perfect. Which I mean, you know, he he gives people good reason to say that. So I mean, this is not me hating, but just the fact that you somebody was wearing an Aaron Rodgers jersey and had that much of a slip up that is hilarious to me. Yes. But yeah, no, it was it was a whole thing. It was a whole mess. It was awesome. I loved every minute of it. I watched the whole thing. I had my I had my computer. I had my laptop full screen in this shit because it was so funny. I must have I watched like twenty of those kicks like multiple times because they were just so hilariously bad. 
And now what's happened in the aftermath. So there was a football game that was played and a dude who used to play for the Bears, whose team beat the Bears in the playoffs, dropped the pass at the end of the game, except he was playing with broken ribs, which is kind of hard to do. Um, I laughed too hard and I pulled something in my ribs. So playing with broken ones, I couldn't fucking imagine. Right. Um, Again, being self-aware. So some some dude was like, anyone can catch five yard outs and slants. And so somebody else wrote to Goose Island and was like, hey, maybe we need y'all to set this up and see how many you can catch. And so now Goose Island's like, oh shit, have we been typecasted? So they are they are taking it in great stride and they're being super awesome about it. Um this one dude, he came real close. Um but yeah, so that's that. Nice little lighthearted way to end the show. Um, go to Goose Island's Twitter page and also check out their beer if you can get it locally where you are. Cause they do make really good beer independent of this whole thing. And yeah, just watch some of these kicks because it is there, there are some good photos and some good uh, misses and some good videos of this whole fucking thing. It's hilarious. <laughs> Well, I think that's a good way to close out the podcast and get up out of here. Um, thank you all for listening. I know this episode has been uh, kind of up and down, but, you know, we had things to talk about, things to discuss, and, like, y'all just roll with it, man. Let's stop apologizing. We give you all these random-ass shows, and y'all love them. Well, yeah, I said it. Telling y'all about yourselves. Well... Well, we'll be back next week. Like I said, be on the lookout for big things happening this year. Um, We'll be back next week with more hashtag content. And yeah, peace, niggas. Bye-bye. See y'all next time, motherfuckers.